What are you afraid of, men? If you're going to learn to be a man, you're going to have to both identify your fears and learn how to be able to face them. Today on the Manhood Tribes podcast, we're going to talk all about that as we talk about courage. Let's do it. Guys, welcome back to the Manhood Tribes podcast. My name's Don. I'm so stoked that you are joining us. Man, this is really fun to be with you guys and to be talking about things that I love to talk about, but I know that you love talking about as well, that these things are really important to you as a man, and I want to do what I can to be able to help you out. And so that's why we're here. That's why we're here at the Manhood Tribes podcast is to be able to help you get better at being a man. And specifically, you know, I like to say that what this Manhood Tribes podcast is all about is really about trying to help you address and solve big problems in your life. So for this first series, one of the, the, the thing that we're really trying to tackle here in this first season of Manhood Tribes is to say, what does it mean to be a man? And in particular, how can you become an extraordinary man? Okay, so, so most of us want to be a man and we probably have some idea of what manhood looks like, but even if we don't, and we know that we need to kind of take that step towards becoming a man and really living out manhood in our lives, I think all of us kind of have this inner sense of like, yeah, but I don't want to just be any man. Like, I want to be great. Like, I want to be a man that is respected and admired and appreciated and valued. And I want to have a sense that I matter. And... All of that really goes into the idea of what I call being an extraordinary man, being the best man that you possibly can be. And so we're trying to kind of tackle that idea in this first season. How can you become an extraordinary man? And we said on the last episode that there are really three things that every man needs in order to become an extraordinary man. The first is manhood, right? If you're going to be an extraordinary man, you got to know how to be a man first and foremost. So you need a clear vision of manhood. The second one of those is camaraderie. And the third is freedom. We're going to talk a little bit more about those last two kind of later in this season. But for right now, we are diving into the first idea of manhood by talking about what does it mean to be a man? And in particular, what are the five marks of manhood? So at Manhood Tribes, when we talk about being a man, we do that by talking about these traits that we call the five marks of manhood that we think every man needs to demonstrate in his life. And those five marks of manhood are strength, courage, skill, honor, and allegiance. And in the last episode, we took a took a hard look at the mark of manhood of strength. And today, we're going to continue on by looking at courage. Okay. So there is like probably hardly another thing in the life of a man that when you think about what does it mean to be a man, like courage very quickly rises to the top of the list in almost any list or definition or concept or, you know, some kind of way of describing what it means to be a man. Courage is always something that Men and just culture in general identifies as this is part of what it means to be manly is to have courage. So what are we talking about when we when we talk about courage? Like, what is it actually that we mean by saying that men need to be courageous or they need to be brave? Well, I think in particular, what we're trying to say is that for a man to have courage, it doesn't mean that he doesn't have any fears. Right. I think that's kind of a cultural or maybe even just kind of like a Hollywood 
misconception about courage. You know, it's sort of this idea that like, you know, this the the man is a lone ranger, kind of rough and tumble sort of character who, you know, doesn't take crap off nobody and he's not afraid of anything. Eh, I don't think that's actually like true of human beings in general. I don't think any of us can live without fear. Fear is just a basic human emotion. If if you if you're actually not afraid of anything, there's probably something like psychologically or maybe even chemically wrong with you uh, that you ha- that you actually have no fears. Fear is a basic human emotion. And so courage isn't about the absence of fear. Courage is really about facing your fears and attempting to be able to overcome them. Okay, so courage doesn't say I'm not afraid of anything. Courage says this is what I'm afraid of and I'm going to make an effort to be able to address it in my life. I'm going to move towards that thing instead of run away from it and I'm going to try to overcome it. Even though it might be stronger than me, more powerful than me, it might overcome me, it might overwhelm me, I'm going to make an attempt at facing that thing. That's what courage is really all about. So I will say for me, like courage is definitely one of the ones that I have had to really face time and time again in my life, uh, in both some big ways and in some small ways. And I'll, I'll give you an example of kind of a big one. And this this may sound a little silly to some of you guys, but uh, but for me, this was a huge issue that I had to deal with in terms of courage in my years as a young man. So Growing up uh, as a kid, I didn't ever play a whole lot of team sports. I wasn't super athletic as a kid, um, so I, I didn't play a lot of team sports. I did play a lot of individual sports. So I was like a swimmer. I played tennis. I played golf. I did play some baseball there for a little while. Um and I enjoyed things like running and weightlifting, um, but just really didn't ever do very much when it came in the way of team sports. And in particular, I never really played basketball. I wasn't on any kind of a basketball team. Um, I never really picked up very much in the way of skill as it related to basketball. And for the most part, anytime I've even just kind of tried to play like a pickup game of basketball, I just wasn't any good, right? It, it just didn't come naturally to me um, so much to the point that like, I just didn't enjoy it. Like I, I've kind of felt like I would get humiliated every time I would try to play. Um, you know, I just didn't feel like I could contribute well. And so as a boy, what I tended to do was just sort of like back away from it. You know, I just avoided playing basketball. By the time I got to my like college years and into my early 20s, I had this like growing sense of like, it's really not good that I've avoided this for so long that, you know, when my buddies want me to be able to play a game of basketball with them, you know, when a pickup game happens and I'm invited to participate, that I choose not to, that I kind of step away from that because I was really afraid, not just of like that, I you know, I didn't have any skill, but I was mostly just afraid of the embarrassment that was going to come with like, I'm not going to be able to hold my own on the court and I'm going to let my team down and I'm going to, you know, make my team look like fools because I'm not going to know what to do. And even if I did know what to do, I'm not going to be able to do it. Uh, You know, I, I had a lot of fear around the sport of basketball. So it really was in my uh, early 20s, probably, I don't know, I was probably 23-ish, somewhere around there, where I just decided, hey, enough is enough. I don't need to continue living in fear of a sport, (laughs) right? This is not something that needs to have a hold on me or to have power over me. Now, it didn't mean that I was ever going to be like you know, a basketball elite. It didn't mean I was ever going to be great, but I needed to be able to face that fear that I had of basketball and to move towards it. 
And so uh, I, I was part of a uh, the organization that I worked for had an annual retreat. And at that annual retreat, there was usually a three on three guys basketball tournament every year. And for the first few years that I was uh, part of that organization, I just, you know, I didn't sign up for the tournament. I didn't want to play. I didn't want to be embarrassed. Um, I was happy to watch, but, uh, you know, wasn't interested in getting out on the court. And I just said, okay, here's my opportunity to grow in courage. I'm going to, I'm going to practice basketball with some friends enough that I can pick up a little bit of skill so that I can participate in the three on three basketball tournament. And I did. I had an older friend uh, who was really good at basketball, and um, he agreed. You know, I kind of told him, hey, I'm a little bit afraid of this, but I want to do it. And would you help me? And he said, of course. And so we, you know, we would practice together every once in a while, you know, once a week or so, uh, kind of leading up to the annual retreat. And then, um, on the retreat, like he was gracious to kind of let me sign up to be on his team, even though he knew I wasn't any good, but you know, me being good was less important to him than like him helping me be able to face something that he knew was kind of a big deal for me. So, um, I did, I played in the tournament and I can't say that I did anything other than really poor. (laughs) You know, it was, it was not a good showing in terms of just basketball skill, but what I had done was overcome my fear of it. I was able to say, okay, I know enough to be able to get out on the court and to play, you know, and to just be able to do something. And if I keep practicing and keep playing, I'll be able to actually get on the court and enjoy it. And I got to the place where I could actually do that. Now, I never really developed a love for basketball, but I developed enough skill that I could actually play and have fun with friends, which is really the whole point in the first place. So courage was just about me facing that thing and learning to overcome it so that it didn't continue to be a fear in my life. Now, why am I telling you all that? You know, what's the story about basketball really have to do with any of this? Well, we need to understand why it is that courage is a mark of manhood. You know, what was it about that experience for me that exhibited manliness? You know, why did, why did courage in that way help demonstrate manliness in my life? So let's talk about that. Let's, let's take some steps back and say, why has courage traditionally been a mark of manhood? Well, I think historically and traditionally, whenever there's been some kind of external threat to a community, you know, so whether like if we're going far back into like, you know, village territory, when people lived in tribal villages, whenever there's been some kind of an external threat to the village community, you know, whether that's, uh, you know, uh, a wild pack of animals or a warring neighbor tribe or village, you know, whenever there's something like that, if the village or the town was in danger, it was the men who were called on to be the perimeter guard, you know, to stand guard at the edge of the village and to protect the people from danger. So this role of protecting and defending has tended to fall to men pretty much exclusively throughout history. You know, it's only kind of been in the modern era where uh, defense has been something that women have participated in significantly, you know, in many ways. Of course, you know, if you're looking for exceptions to that, you can find them. But traditionally, historically, it has, it has fallen to men most of the time. And again, even when it has included women, um, in the same way that we talked about strength, a woman who... Uh, doesn't protect or defend her village isn't seen as less of a woman. 
But that isn't necessarily the case for a man, a man who shies away from protecting and defending his community when it's really needed is looked upon as a coward. Right. And so because of that, like lack of courage, we can sort of see like this is something that is part of the essence of being a man, that a man needs to be expected to be courageous in the face of fear and to stand up and step into those fears uh, because his community is really counting on him for that. So historically, we can kind of see like courage has always been at the essence of what it means to be a man. But it isn't just about protecting and defending, right? Not every fear that we need to face is some kind of external threat like that. Uh, It can also just simply be about confronting difficulty in our lives. So, you know, things like not avoiding conflict, And this is something that is, I think, true for us men, you know, in our kind of modern era uh, in lots of ways, whether that's at home, you know, with our wives avoiding conflict there because we don't want to rock the boat or in a workplace setting, avoiding conflict because we don't want to be seen as the, you know, contentious team member or whatever it is. Um, You know, one of the the sayings that you hear a lot as it relates to marriage relationships um, is this idea of happy wife, happy life. Right. As a guy, just don't rock the boat. If you can keep things at kind of a like settled peace in your home environment, then things are going to go better for everybody. And, you know, like there's something to be said for creating an environment of harmony and peace and joy in your home. Okay. That's a good thing. But this idea of let me like do whatever I can to appease my wife and avoid tension and conflict with her so that things can go peaceably in my home. This is really just like, this is cowardly living is really all that is, you know, it's just, it's avoiding conflict for the sake of just saying, I just want things to be easy. Well, you know, wake up, man. Life isn't easy. Like we know this, we know that life is challenging and the man who's choosing to avoid the challenge for the sake of just, you know, out of fear of what addressing the challenge is maybe going to do is not a man who's living with courage. So, you know, being passive, avoiding having those kinds of hard conversations, um, maybe a fear of rejection or a fear of failure holds you back from entering into those kinds of difficult conversations or difficult situations. And look, that's understandable. Like rejection is hard. Failure is hard. And so it's understandable that you might not want to step into those things, you know, with just a lot of like enthusiasm. But that's really where courage comes into play is to say, Hey, I don't exactly know how this is going to go and it may go kind of poorly, but I have something that I can offer here. And so I'm going to step in and do my best. I'm going to offer what I can. And that is really what the nature of courage is all about. Because at the end of the day, even though we might fear failing, failing doesn't indicate weak manhood, right? Failing at something doesn't mean that we're not a man, but failing to try really does kind of indicate that there's something lacking about us as men. We need to have the courage to try even when we're not certain of the outcome. And that's really what courage is all about. So uh, as we're talking about with with each of these marks of manhood, you know, what I really love about them is that they are things that we can grow in. You know, it's not just kind of like you have it or you don't. 
It's something that you can, as a man, get better at. If you don't have a lot of courage, there are ways for you to be able to develop it, okay? If courage is something that you sort of naturally lack in, if you tend to be more of a conflict-avoidant type of person, um, if your personality is a little more passive or maybe you were raised in a home where you know addressing conflict was like the worst thing imaginable and it was just better to like stuff things down and not bring it up for the sake of keeping the peace, then sure, like courage may not come naturally for you because of the way that you've been brought up, but that's okay. You can still grow in it. Like you can get better at courage. It's not just that you are, you know, forever suffering this deficit as a man and you're just going to have to deal with it. No, you are a man. And because of that, you can grow in the marks of manhood. So how do you become more courageous? What do you do to grow in this area? Well, like we talked about last time, with any of these marks of manhood, what you need to do is create for yourself some kind of a manhood challenge. And a manhood challenge is really just like some kind of a uh, a simple task or objective that is out of reach for you right now, but with a little bit of effort and maybe sometimes a lot of effort, it's probably something that you could overcome. And it's going to push you to actually test yourself in that area. So for example, in the area of courage, you might need to just kind of look at your life and say, where can I identify a specific area or situation where I'm avoiding the hard thing? Okay, where I'm avoiding having the hard conversation with my wife or with my kid, or I'm avoiding actually paying attention to our finances because I'm afraid that if I look at it, it's going to be really, really nasty and it's just easier if I you know, kind of keep my eyes shut. Uh, or I'm avoiding having a conversation with that difficult coworker, or I really would like to advance in my career, but I'm avoiding having a conversation with my boss about how to take next steps because I'm worried about what that's going to do for my reputation. Like any of those kinds of things. Okay. I'm just painting some hypothetical situations here, but like any of those kinds of places are, you know, where we are avoiding the hard things in our lives. So I would say you need to make yourself a challenge for how you're going to actually face that thing that you've been avoiding, okay? And you just need to do it. So figuring out how to do it is maybe the hard part. And so here's what I would suggest. Get another man in your life to either do it with you or to hold you accountable to doing it, okay? So invite a friend into this conversation and just say, hey, dude, I am really wrestling with how I'm going to talk to my wife about this sticky situation in our marriage. Like, I know it's something that we need to talk about. We've been avoiding it for a long time, or every time we've tried to talk about it, it's just gone really bad. Like, I, I know that it's something that needs addressing, but I'm not doing my part in addressing it. And I need your help to kind of hold me accountable to be able to do it. And, or, you know, I need your help to figure out how to be able to say some things to her that I've not been able to say well in the past. Like help me think about the words that I'm going to use and how to craft the conversation in a way that it might go differently or even better than it has gone in the past. Uh, Invite a friend into that conversation to be able to help you uh, make some headway on how to do it and just to have them hold you accountable. Set a timeline. Okay, when are you going to have this conversation? When's your deadline for having it? It needs to be within a month. You know, manhood challenges typically only take a month. Um, maybe if they're really difficult, they might take three months at the longest is probably you want to go on a manhood challenge. But, you know, for something like this, where it's kind of a simple, just pay attention to the hard thing, uh, you could probably get it done within a month. And then here's what I would say. Just make a point of doing it, but be willing to fail. Okay. 
that you've been avoiding this thing for a reason, and that's probably because it's hard and you're uncomfortable with it, and that may mean that when you try it, you're going to fail. That's okay. Again, failing doesn't indicate a weakness in your masculinity, but failing to try does. So you need to get out there and try. And if you fail, learn from your mistakes and then try again until you succeed. Try again until you get it right, or at least until you start to make some progress. Keep trying at it until it becomes something that you're no longer afraid of. All right. So that's really it. That's the challenge for you to be able to grow in some courage in your life this week. Figure out what that is. Figure out who you can invite into it with you and go make the most of it. I believe in you, men. I'm looking forward to continuing to help you grow into and become the extraordinary man that you are meant to be. And I will see you next time on the Manhood Tribes podcast. See ya.